Welcome back, everybody. We are now on lap four in season number two of Turning Laps with Mr. Smiley, presented by Edmonton International Raceway. Tonight's guest is rookie sensation Jessica Carbone. We'll get into her interview a little bit later on and why I called her and dubbed her the rookie sensation at Edmonton International Raceway in 2023. I also have some exciting news from Edmonton International Raceway. Turning Laps with Mr. Smiley starts right now. Thank you for tuning in, everybody. I am, of course, Mr. Smiley, and thank you very much for making the podcast such a huge success. And once again, we were just creating more and more and more momentum. We are on, as I was mentioning, lap four in season number two. So just to start off the show before we get into our interview segment with Jessica Carbone, I dubbed her Rookie Sensation. We'll get into that a little bit later on. But first, I got to go through some exciting Edmonton International Raceway news. A couple of big things broke this week. Very exciting news. First off, brand new entitlement sponsor for the NASCAR Canada Series event which is going to be running this year on July 27th. Again, July 27th. Get your tickets today at edmontonraceway.com. It is now known as the Napa 300. We are so pleased and welcome to Napa for coming on board for this exciting, and I do say exciting event. If you haven't come to watch this NASCAR Canada Series event down here at Edmonton International Raceway, take the time, get the tickets, very inexpensive. You get two nights of racing. Come on down. It is just a really awesome show. The noise is is just it is you can feel the cars on the track as they're coming off of turn number four. It's just to go to a live race like this in such a closed in venue, such as it's been dubbed Canada's Bullring, which it really is close quarters, tight, tight, tight racing. It's just an awesome race, and I can't stress that enough. I love going and watching that race, and I love calling that race. So this is going to be really exciting this year. Once again, we welcome Napa on board for the Napa 300. Bear is still involved. Bear is going to be doing the VIP area, so they are still there. So we're pleased to have both of them still as at Edmonton International Raceway for this huge event. Again, that's on July 27th. The other bit of news is, yes, the schedule for the 2024 race season at Edmonton International Raceway is out. Again, the schedule is available online at edmontonraceway.com. Our season is going to open on Saturday, sorry, Saturday, June 1st with our ever-popular Fan Appreciation Night. We're going to have Thunder Cars, Pure Stocks, 
future stocks. The mini cups are going to be there and the newly renamed crash car class. It was known as hit the pass last season and a few seasons before that, but we made that change. Also, the Bucks Racer Rec Enduro is back again. That's going to be run on June 8th. As well as the NASCAR late models, Thunder Cars, and Pure Stocks. The Roy Ross Memorial, an ever popular event, is returning also on June 15th. Get your tickets again for that special event at edmontonraceway.com. In fact, you can get all your tickets at edmontonraceway.com. Our season's going to close on September 22nd with a huge garage sale. The final night of racing is on September 21st. Uh, again, the biggest event in the season is once again the Napa 300 NASCAR Canada Series event. Your ticket gets you two nights of racing. The first night is on Friday, July 26th, featuring our NASCAR late models, Thunder Cars, Pure Stocks, Future Stocks, the Mini Cups are going to be there, and of course, our ever popular stackers. That's Cars on top of each other. The person up top has got to steer. The one on the bottom controls the brake and the gas. Ever, It's very exciting. Go online. Take a look at our website, edmontonraceway.com. There you could get uh, merchandise. You could get all of your race tickets. All right. So that takes care of some exciting Edmonton International Raceway news. Need to make an announcement that Roundtable Racing and Trackside Motorsports Management Consulting and Marketing has joined forces. If anybody's looking for sponsorships or partnering inquiries, you contact me at TracksideBiz at gmail.com. I will forward you Jeremy's deck. We'll begin the negotiation process. Jeremy is, is, <laughs> he's got Five teams on the five vehicles he's going to be putting on the racetrack at Edmonton International Raceway. He's also got a drift car out there. He really is fantastic in the sport by growing the sport, getting more and more people involved in the sport of auto racing. And I just want to say thank you, Jeremy, for this opportunity to work with you, as well as Ram Racing and Mike Ram in gaining you guys sponsorships and partnerships to help you guys further your career. Now, we'll get on to our interview tonight. I dubbed her the rookie sensation in 2023 in the NASCAR Pure Stock class at Edmonton International Raceway. She is driver of the number seven Pontiac G5. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you, Jessica Carbone. Hi, Jessica. Thank you for, so much for being on the podcast. How was your race season last year at Edmonton International Raceway? Oh, uh, it was pretty good. <laughs> it pretty turned out good? A, lot, a lot better than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> well, you did absolutely fantastic. I remember your first race out, you were so nervous. Yeah. And you it, it really showed, but every race this season, you progressed. And that's why I dubbed you a rookie sensation, because... Every race, you just learned more and more, and then you applied it. And running in the pure stocks is very difficult. I ran two seasons in the pure stocks, so I know how competitive that field is. Um, so this was your very first season of racing ever. Yeah, I actually didn't see the car or get in it until the night before my first race. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I did like five laps around the track and then we had to go. <laughs> and then they threw you right, right into the into the wolves den, right? Yeah, and then uh, we missed practice on the day of my first race. So <laughs> yeah, I got out there, it was my first heat. It was like, guess I'm doing this. <laughs> <laughs> well, no time like getting behind the wheel. What made you decide to get involved in, in racing? Um, I grew up at a track and my family has always been involved in it. So it's always been something that I wanted to do. <laughs> okay. Which track? Um, uh, Laird Raceway. And, and that's in? Uh, it's just outside Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario. Outside of Sault Ste. Marie. Oh, my old stomping grounds up there in Northern Ontario. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, what do you think of this cold compared to what it is back there? Um, I didn't know it could get this cold, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> so it's been an adjustment for sure. <laughs> well, yeah, you had definitely some adjustments from last, like all since you've been here, since you moved out I mean, here last year or? Um, August 2022. August of 2022. And did you go to Edmonton International Raceway prior to you getting involved in racing out there? Uh, yeah. So as soon as we moved here, went to like every race night of the season before. <laughs> <laughs> so you, and then you just wanted to get behind the wheel. That was it? Uh, when I was younger, I helped my father build a car for my younger brother to try and get him into it because my oldest brother races the IMSA class. Okay. Yeah, there. So he was trying to get my little brother into it. And I was like, no, put me in the car. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, so I finally got my chance to do it. And why the pure stock? I mean, it is definitely the most competitive division out there. Why the pure stock? Um, uh, I don't know. <laughs> it just felt right. It just felt right. Yeah. Now, now I, I do remember your brother taking it, your car out for a blast. Was that your older brother? Yes. And what did he say about the car? Um, well, it wasn't set up at all. It was uh, my car that I was driving there, actually, just on the street. So he had built it over the eight months that I was here ahead of time. Okay. So he was, he was trying to see if it was set up enough for the track and it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> so he was basically just like, try the best you can. And, and did, uh, he sorry. did he work with you on the setup? Uh, he was there for one day and then he had That's to leave the next day. <laughs> so he literally drove across Canada to bring it here the night before and then he had to leave after my first race. <laughs> so, yeah. So and who was the one that, was it you and your dad that worked on the car and got got it all set up for the racetrack and, and everything? Yeah, we spent every night for the entire race season in the garage <laughs> working on it, yeah. So who's been your biggest influence in this race season for you? Uh, it's very hard to say. Uh, my parents have been very supportive in my family, but 
Uh, Gary and Doug at the track have really, <laughs> they fostered an environment that really helped. <laughs> yeah. Yes, they did. That, Dougie T was one of the first guys that, that I met when I, when I transitioned from being a fan over into a racer. I met him and Corey Mandrake right at the gate for the very first time. I was competing in the Thunder Car Division, and they said, whatever you need, just let us know. We'll be there to help you and everything. And then I made the yeah. transition over to Pure Stock, and Dougie Teaves was right there again. So, yeah. And I raced against them both. Gary Garvey, he's Gary Garvey's really tough. He's a he's a tough competitor. Wiley veteran, I call him. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Which, so who's been your biggest on-track rival so far last season? Jeremy. <laughs> <And> Jeremy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm gonna gonna spoil it for you. Jeremy won't be racing in the pure stocks. No. <laughs> yeah. No. He's concentrating with Lucas. Uh, mm -hmm. Lucas is moving up into the Thunder Car, and Jeremy's going to run a Thunder Car for a few races, but he's going to maintain more of a crew chief role because he's got a whole bunch of cars out next year. He's got uh, three new future stocks that he's going to be. Oh, wow. Out. Yeah, so he's going to be quite busy as well, and he's also got a car in the crash car class. Oh. <laughs> so he's been really super busy. And it's funny you, you say Jeremy because I remember him and Tyrell, they were going at it quite intent all season long. And I think you got uh, mixed up in one of their little scrums, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> I've got, it's uh, been back and forth with Jeremy a lot. I keep getting <laughs> kind of caught in things. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's part of racing. I mean, it's, it is. It's, it, 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 again, the Pure Stocks is a, a big fan favorite. They bang fenders, we bang doors, and oh, yeah, even the bumpers come off of those cars. Yeah. <laughs> what has been the most demanding race since you've been running, both physically? And mentally, because you're you're you were new last year. So, what race was your toughest? Uh, the first race, the feature was like seventy five laps, mm -hmm. um, and we had nothing set up, so all the tires were the same pressure. There was no stagger or anything. The rear end was really loose, so it was kind of very difficult. The seat was really, really big, and so I could barely like reach the wheel. <laughs> so trying to go around that many times, it was a struggle. And then there was a caution, and a car caught on fire in front of me. <laughs> so there was that, and then it ended up being like a hundred laps of just like kind of cycling around. It was like that was probably the most strenuous one for sure. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you've got a couple of those longer races under your belt now, and there's going to definitely be a few of them again this season for you. So um, how many wins did you have last year? So I only won my last race, um, but I got two-thirds the previous two. So Right. Yeah. Yeah, I, was, I, I remembered your podium finishes, so I did remember you had had a third, couple of thirds, and then yeah. I, I thought you had a couple of wins too. I you did a couple of heat race wins, 
Oh uh, yeah, I so I won the first heat of that day, and then I won the feature of that day. So, hey, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Rookie sensation. I mean, you made so much improvement all throughout uh, last season. What? Where do you think you're going to be in 2024 out of the track? I'm not sure. I feel like every race, it felt like getting in a different car because we were constantly changing things. So mm -hmm. the last few races, it felt like we were in a much better place. So I feel like next year I'll actually be competing more. So hoping to finish close to the front. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, you finished the last race of the season. You won that last race of the season so that you could just take that momentum and go, have you worked on your car at all during the no. off season? No. It came off the trailer, went in the garage, stored away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, uh, you might not need to make some, some changes after all. I mean, just occasionally the tire pressure out at the track, but the car was looking very strong. I mean, the very the, the last races of the season, you were like right up there with with the major runners and even Lucas Beldak. He was like he even mentioned you in the podcast, um, <laughs> saying that uh, he couldn't get around you. He's like you. You're that strong. You're that strong of a driver. Thank you. <laughs> well, you're quite welcome. Um, are you planning on moving? up in different areas out, out at the track um, in the next few years? Like into a different class? Well, yeah. Um, I don't have plans of it yet. I think it'd be pretty cool to try a Thunder Car. <laughs> <laughs> so, they are fun. Yeah, and I want to do a Stacker for sure at some <laughs> point. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, just trying to focus on now, basically. See where it takes me. What are your goals in 2024? Um, to just get the car to a better place and more consistent and finish more races. I think I only finished like six the last season. So that's my goal. <laughs> <laughs> How has this season of racing transitioned you transition to off the track i mean whether it be your 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 school your studies your schoolwork your work how how does that make you more how does that make you off the track uh more confident i think for sure uh really the community there kind of helped me open up more to people <laughs> and stuff like that so i think it gave me a little confidence for sure a little bit of a confidence boost yeah yeah, yeah. i could see a championship for you next season oh i don't know about that <laughs> oh i think Make it's that a, goal. a few years away for that you don't know That's you don't true. know it all depends on who shows up the track and what happens at the track. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> How long are you planning on sticking around racing out here? Uh, as long as I can, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what the future holds, but yeah, it's definitely something I wanna stay with. 
are you finding yourself being a role model to other females out there? Um, I'm not really sure. <laughs> um, Tierra was in my class, but she was only there for my first race. Mm -hmm. And then she wasn't there for the rest of the season. So I haven't really met very many other girls there. Just Mercedes. And she's doing good on her own. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just had a podcast with Mercedes and yeah. put it out there. So that's, that's out there also. Yeah. No, I can see you driving a thunder car <laughs> and a stacker. Have you, you've already, you've seen what the stackers are all about, right? Yeah. I want yeah. to get in it so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I've taken a few laps around in the stacker. Yeah. Both up top and on the bottom, but I prefer to be running the pedals. Oh, I want to be the top. You you want to be you want for to be sure. up top steering? Oh yeah. <laughs> I just I just for me I just found it way too disorienting for myself. But that's just me. I have a visual impairment. I'm blind in one eye, so it kind of throws a person off to begin with when you're blind in one eye, and then you're up high and at such a sharp angle. It's oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it's a lot of fun. They the the steering wheel in the bottom, it, you're gonna grab a hold of. If you are at the bottom, you grab a hold of that steering wheel. It does absolutely nothing. Yeah, I don't so know if I could do that. <laughs> it, it's definitely plays with your head because you're turning the wheel, and you got, it's like it's not attached to anything. It's like, yeah. why am I even do, doing that? For sure. Yeah, I don't no, know. It, <laughs> Now I just grab a hold of the bottom of the seat and work the pedals whenever we got to move the move the cars or or whatever. Have you? There's YouTube footage of a stacker flipping. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> it, it's quite intense for sure. Now you had some sponsors for this race season, didn't you? Uh, yes, I did. <laughs> Do you want to give a sponsorship shout out to them? Uh, Husco Equipment Company, I believe it's called. That was my sponsor. <laughs> yeah. And how easy was it for you to get the sponsorship on the car? Uh, pretty good. Uh, my father worked with this guy. So he was like, yeah, let's do it. Um, I have a few potential sponsors for the next season already that we got. So, it's been, oh, that's awesome! Yeah, that's it's awesome. been pretty good. We were lucky. Well, you got a you got a great car. Uh, you're a great race car driver. Um, so I could see businesses wanting to sponsor you for sure. Absolutely. Um, now there's this speedway. Uh, uh, thing that's going to be happening in stony plain are you going to have your car there uh it's like a car show yeah it's kind of like a car show and in and february everything. yeah it's in february yeah on the 10th. yeah i'll be there <laughs> so we can have all the fans that watch the show and everything go and meet you and yeah. like are you you're going to be there also yep you got hero cards ready uh i will <laughs> you will yeah that sign some autographs and everything Yep. Do you have any stories 
from your rookie year. I'm sure there was, might be one or two that stick around in your head that you want to let everybody know about. Um, I don't know. Nothing really sticks out. The whole season was just chaos. <laughs> uh, trying to stay on the track and face forward most of the time. <laughs> uh, there was that big crash with uh, Jeremy and Dan Valley that took his car out for the season. That was pretty mm -hmm. crazy. Rattled my brain a little. He <laughs> hit me quite hard. <laughs> so took a while to repair the car after that but yeah you looked like you were a little shaken up on that yeah i was like uh it's happening <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's pretty much the only thing i can think of right now fan appreciation night is coming up at, on our opening on june the 1st make sure you bring your hero cards and everything we're gonna i believe we're gonna keep that meet and greet at the start of the race open again because i believe the fans just love that instead of sticking around we had the people that like to stick around at the end of the night um but we're going to be opening up the pits uh, pit gates and have everybody lining up on the front stretch again that's a really awesome fan interaction what did you think the first time you saw that um uh, it was pretty incredible yeah i never seen anything like that the track back home just opens the pits after mm -hmm. and people stick around and stuff so that was really really cool to see just all the cars and everybody just it was really cool <laughs> <laughs> and then they fire them all up all at once and we get the show on the road that's one thing you can mention to your sponsors also because that is really good engagement for your current sponsors and potential sponsors i mean you get your hero cards there you get get the candies for the kids when they come down and and see you this season i have no idea <laughs> uh i didn't even think i had fans so <laughs> probably like candy and stuff that they can take with them that'd be cool is there anybody you really want to thank for helping put the 2023 race season together for you? Um, I want to thank my brother and my parents and uh, Doug and Gary, for sure, for all their help. Thank you for appearing on the podcast. Uh, this was a great conversation. And again, 2024 is going to be a good year for you. Thank you. Thank you're you for having me. <laughs> oh, you're quite welcome. And if you ever want to come back on the show again, just let me know. Okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that was rookie sensation Jessica Carbone, driver of the number seven Pontiac G5 in the NASCAR Pure Stock Division here at Edmonton International Raceway. She had a really fantastic 2023 season. Expect big things from her in 2024. Again, thank you very much, Jessica. It was a great interview. Glad to have you out at the racetrack. Come on out to Wetaskiwin at Edmonton International Raceway. You can see Jessica and all of our drivers at Edmonton International Raceway in the 2024 season. Go online to edmontonraceway.com, schedule is there, and get your tickets online for 
all the events at edmontonraceway.com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, got to end the show now is the black flag, my disclaimer. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed are mine and guests appearing on Turning Laps with Mr. Smiley and do not represent the views, thoughts, and opinions of Edmonton International Raceway, also known as EIR, EIR sponsors or racers, NASCAR, NASCAR Canada Series, and their affiliated sponsors. The material and information presented here is for general information purposes and entertainment only. Turning laps, Mr. Smiley name and all forms and abbreviations are the property of its owner and its use does not imply endorsement of or opposition to any specific organization, product or service. And this is the checkered flag. <clears throat> Thank you once again to Jessica Carbone. She is the driver of the number seven Pontiac G5 in the NASCAR Pure Stock Division at Edmonton International Raceway. And of course, a huge thank you to all you listeners and you race fans out there. Don't forget to like and share the podcast. Stay tuned for the next Turning Laps with Mr. Smiley presented by Edmonton International Raceway. Until next time, keep smiling, everybody. For partner sponsorship marketing opportunities for your business with Edmonton International Raceway. Contact Kevin at Trackside Motorsports Management Consulting and Marketing at TracksideBiz at gmail.com, that's Kevin at T-R-A-C-K-S-I-D-E-B-I-Z at gmail.com.